you guys are posting in Mexico. You have a Argentinian Latin America fan base slash America. You're yeah. gaining the Mexican culture and you're gaining a fan base there. Yeah. Like coming to you guys for sponsorships. Cause you told me a long time ago, you said if your fan base is in Latin America, Europe, those are your advertisement people. Those money is not good in other countries. Wow. America is the best place. Still, it's still that way. Except it's improved a bit now because there's more brands that have turned to influencer marketing. But at this time, there wasn't a lot of brands that were turning to influencer marketing. So a lot of their money just mostly relied on from YouTube, you know? So right. like over there, like we would pull in 100 million views in like a month and we'd only see like five grand, like six grand, 10 grand, you know, which is wild. America, how but, much money would that be? But like in, the, but in America, that would be like tens of thousands of dollars, even $100,000, I think, with that many views, you know, depending again on like what type of ads and everything. But like here, which is automatically be like, six six figures right away you know over there no way like no way at all you know it would barely be five figures you know right. so what was the strategy like you guys had you tried to build the culture there but didn't you want to bring it over to america so you start getting paid more or? so that's the thing like that was the that was the that was the that was the strategy that i introduced and that was supposed to be put into action um so eventually the project started getting bigger and eventually, like, I got to a point to where, like, I decided I wasn't going to go to college because I, this was so, it was, it just impacting me so much emotionally at this time. And, like, also, I was, like, looking at, like, my, my reach of people. And I was, like, holy crap, the fact that I can reach half a million people and, like, with, like, my friends right now, a million, two million in 24 hours, six million, four million, whatever. I think this is a pretty big deal not to go to college. I can, I can go to school when, another time, you know. I, maybe I won't have a full ride. I can go to school at another time. So then I gave up the full ride. I gave up the gap year. And it was so confusing to like my college counselors and everything because they were on top of it. And then I just, dude, like this is the time where like the seatbelt came off and I was like, let's go. So we, we kept going strong for another six months. Um, daily vlogging nonstop, 200, 280 videos, I think nonstop, 280 days. I watched um, some of them. I had zero clue what you were saying. It's really hard. In Spanish, nor do I understand it? I'm like, I'm lost. I'm it's, really <laughs> it's really hard, man. But here's the thing. As time went on, the brands did start coming. Like, it wasn't like big brands, but it was like brands that, dude, I was like, dude, I was like getting monthly PayPal's, like from just posting stuff on the internet, man. Like, I went from like doing the photography stuff to like doing that. And it was so cool for the time because it was so effortless to me now because we were so used to just getting up and recording content. And I wasn't really worried about what type of content this time. I was just having fun. You know, I was like, right. I was like, people are enjoying it. I'm having a fun time. I'm happy. Freak it, you know? Right. And, and that's when you fell in love with making videos. But the thing is, I was like, I forgot about what I what I had not gone to college for. Like, I wasn't doing any film stuff. I, would, I, I wasn't doing any photography stuff anymore. Like, at this time, I had turned into a full-fledged influencer. Like, I was just entertaining with my friends coming right. up with videos. I was still like a backbone and I was scouting for talent to add to this incubator. Right. I wasn't like, I wasn't as technical with like the art stuff as I am. Now, as say, you know? still, I mean, you're still writing, you're still producing, you're still editing, you're still doing everything you would do on yeah, you college. Yeah. But you're doing it in the moment, which is actually better because you're doing it on your own exactly. you know, brand. Exactly. Other than doing it through like a school brand, but nah. more than probably if you went to Moody school and, Went there for four years. Exactly. Like I would never learn that, man. Like I just wouldn't, you know. And now all those things that I've learned this time, believe it or not, like it's all replicas that I see in the market now. I'm like, because guess what? 
when we did in Latin America, there's like five other teams that popped up in the next three months. I started doing the exact same thing we're doing. And you inspire people. You influence people. Look at that. Dude, but they didn't have me, dude. So like they was they they didn't come close, except one of them did eventually, because we started falling apart. Um, because what happened is we moved into a house together and like after you started living in a house with a group of people um for a few months and some people kind of lose their ego you could say when they start getting bigger because obviously not everyone gets big at the same time people get bigger than others in the in the group you know so like you'll start getting like the real them eventually you know so like around eight months in we got to a point where like um um where like the main person who ran like who ran like this this group um decided to lay me off um the the group because um, I wasn't needed anymore, you know? It was like, it was like, you got your share, like we got, the agreement since the beginning was you help us strategize and we'll get your exposure. You got it, now you're good to go. Like, I'm gonna continue this. Except by this time I had grown so close to the project and I had given up college, I would given up a full ride, all these things. So like, I was like, what the heck just happened, you know? Um, but then at this time I was also like kind of I was also like, kind of like, wait, like I haven't been doing film. Like, cause like at this time also, I, I wanted to do my own thing. You know, I, I wanted right. to start getting more involved with like music videos and all these things. Cause like, I wasn't doing any of that. And there, it was like a tick. It was like, it was like, I need to do it. I need to do it. And that's what, that's where kind of like the things kind of like went south because. That's when you decided to go on the world. And now the film world is now going to start. Exactly. That, you started what? Teen comedy, first timers, and a Spanish language thriller, Bloody Christmas, that you've done in the last a couple of years. Exactly. So, so, so then I think I'm a new empire for you. Exactly. So, so at this time, I started my transition period. Basically, I didn't need. I the thing is, I didn't even know it at the time that I was start that I was going through a transition period. But I was going through a transition period, and it lasted like a year and a half. Right go through because the thing is at this time everything that i thought of everything that i looked at and everything that i thought was good everything that i thought was successful i had I, it was validated by numbers by quality of number by qual sorry by quantity of numbers so like right. so like i had to unlearn that and relearn what i came into this industry for you know what i what i came into this career for what i what i was going after you know and this hurt me for so long because i wouldn't see the value in so many things including people just because i didn't see numbers and why because the people i was around at this time for like eight months straight actually a whole year before that even in la everybody valued people by just numbers you know and i remember at the party we we were at for uh paul's party july 4th i remember talking to you and you told me you're like I've done this social media stuff. I've done the influencer stuff. It's time now starting right after this date. I'm turning into a professional and I'm going to direct, produce and show myself not as an influencer, but as someone that can make it in Hollywood as the greatest director in Hollywood. Exactly. And, and, and that's still the vision till this day, except I kind of realized too that like how powerful social media is. So I'm not one of those people that's down, down, that's going to down talk it because then it helped you this whole way exactly because at the end of the day it's gotten me this far and i'm pretty damn happy where i am nowadays and i'm not satisfied but i'm very happy you know um i've i've messed up so much and i haven't even gotten to where i want to be not close to where i want to be 
So it's only going to make me greater for when I am to where I want to be and closer to where I want to be because all these mistakes, no one's going to know about them. You know, no one's literally going to remember them. No one's going to like be able to point them out because they all have them behind the scenes, you know, and that's freaking amazing part. So, so for a moment I was like, man, I can't believe I went to Latin America and I did stuff in Spanish. I came back to the U S now and no one knows me. No one, no, no one knows my work here. No one knows me here. Like I was kind of bitter about it, honestly, for a bit. And then I realized like, holy crap, I have like a, 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 hundreds of thousands of people that know me that loyal that have some that have that i have that i have their loyalty a million and a million loyal people to be extremely technical with you millions because if you think about how many people are watching our videos on youtube it was millions of people that are watching our videos the youtube channel reached a billion views like insane like think about how many people don't follow me but know who i am or like they just don't have social media you know, right. like, so like, cause like, even when I go to Mexico or anywhere in Latin America, like, like a lot of people are, are, are like older now, but they but they'll be like, Hey, like, I remember you. I used to watch you when I was in high school. Like I used to watch you when I was in middle school. And I'm like, Whoa, like, it's just so crazy to me because I'm like, dude, the fact that it's been like that long now, because for me, I feel like I'm in this, like, I'm in still like in this, like a kid and everything. But to people, you got to think of it like this was their routine. Like they would, they would get off from high school. They're probably freshmen, and then they would go home, watch our video because we would post daily at a certain time, like an episode, you know. Right. And then they would yeah, go home. Like five people on YouTube, same thing. Like yeah, Ben Wilson, one of my favorite YouTubers, vloggers. Like I, I can't wait till he posts a new video. Like exactly. I'd say the same thing. So think about that. So think about it like 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 that. But then now it's like a kid, you know. We're like, dude. Right. Tell- Kids were 10 years old and now they're like 14. And I'm like, you watch me when you were what? And some of them were like were like eight, man. And I was like, you watch me when you were what age? Because like I remember the type of content we were posting at those times too. And I'm like, how did someone allow you to watch our content? Because some of our content was just not kid friendly, even though it was supposed to be. It just wasn't because in Latin America, a lot of things just kind of like fly by, fly and go under the rug, you could say. So right. So like, it was just like surprising to me that like a lot of people were like, I was like, damn, like, like this is really still an opportunity, you know? So like recently I, I started like looking into that, um, as of like a year ago and I was like, all right, how do I capitalize off of this? You could say, how do I make this into a positive, you know? And then international cinema started becoming a big thing in the last year and a half, you know? Cause right. and take me through that Netflix that you did, you had a full on Spanish one and yeah. So, right. Yeah, so they're speaking. Exactly, exactly. So I did two shorts. So last summer, I started. I teamed up with a group of people um, that were like, "Hey, we'll help you um, produce your, we'll executive produce your content," which which really means they'll just give you the money for it um, and the logistical stuff. And I was like, "Sure, let's do it." And then that turned into creating my first short film. Because for a long time, I was like, "Wait, I'm a director, but I don't have films. How am I going to call myself a director?" If I don't, I can't prove it, you know, like, because when I got back from when I left that project, I traveled for a bit and then I went back to L.A. And for and then I was in L.A. for like almost a whole year calling myself a director. But I hadn't done one short film. You know, I hadn't I hadn't put myself out there and work with it. But all the content that you made, you're basically directing in a different way. Yeah. But also doesn't show 
compared well, to it's not really because when you're talking about cinema, you're talking about an art form, you know? And when right. you're talking about an art form, you gotta you gotta prove how you you gotta prove to yourself what your abilities are, but more than anything, you gotta be able to interpret something that comes from within into like a visual way that someone else can watch and interpret in their own way, you know? How'd you, how'd you start off? How'd you make both of those short films with barely any budget and how'd you recruit your actors? So, so I got lucky. That's basically it. Like it's a lot of this is luck, you know? Um, I, I, I started DMing um, production companies and I was like, Hey, like, like, I don't know if you're looking for a filmmaker, but I'm, I'm, I'm like looking to like create content. I'm a, with more on the film side. Um, let me know if you're interested. So like I came across this company called Riveting Entertainment, um, who's, who's done a lot of really iconic music videos till the day. And they still do a lot of really big music videos. Like recently they did like the new Drake and Chris Brown song, you know, and not, which is like one of the biggest hits of 2018, you know, I mean, 2019, you know, which is like crazy. Um, and then now they're doing like a lot of even more, more, more of that type of content. But this time they were like trying out this new project, which was like, getting getting directors and helping them with like their ideas and then just putting the content on their platform you know right. um, I was like sure and then uh, um so like i would just have to like do i would just have to go through the normal process of what it takes to make a short film a casting process and everything but the ultimate product would go on their page not my page you know which is like where the which is like where the trade-off came that's where that, that's what they would be paying for you could say so then they invested a good amount of money into the shorts which is right there, right there, the poster. Um, and then eventually um, I went on to do my short in Spanish because I was like, okay, I did one in English. Now I want to prove that I can do one in Spanish too because now I have a Spanish market. I was like, this is like right after Roma happened, which is like yeah. Cuadron's movie. And Plus this the captions. People don't, I've probably in school watched so many French movies, Spanish movies. And like, they're, they're amazing. I think it's kind of cool when it's in another language because it just makes it different and unique and brings you the actual, you know, movie experience on where that plot is. Exactly. Exactly. And not only that, but also in the last year and a half or two, international cinema just started becoming a thing. Like there's all these Netflix series that people started watching with the captions or, or, or with the English, uh, the English voice or whatever. Just we, we as a country in America start opening up to the world and, and seeing that there's more talent out there than we imagined. And obviously it benefits all of us, so why not let it in, you know? And then just recently you see the Oscars this year and Parasite wins like, steals the whole night, which is a film that's in South Korean, you know? And it's like, whoa, that's crazy. That would have never happened about 20 years ago. That would have never happened 10 years ago, man. Like literally, like like not even 10 years ago. Like I could even say, I could even argue, I wouldn't have imagined that five years ago, man, when I was in high school, because that's just not how things were. Because like the whole Spanish music thing started happening in 2017. And then the whole movie thing started happening in 2018 because of Roma. And it's just like crazy because all these things happen so quick. And now though, here's the cool thing though. I am personally more inclined now towards wanting to direct something in a foreign language, which to me is a fluent language. But to the to America and to the rest of the world is a foreign language. In right. Spanish, I'm more foreign. I'm more inclined now to direct a story from that world than I am to direct one from my world. And because you've already done it, you can go to France, make a French film. You can go to Germany, make a German film. You can go to different countries, and with I, the help of people that speak that language, you can make anything. That's done it in the Mexican form, like that. But also, 
you gotta remember the remember my steps like i already have like for right now my my audience is it's it's, it's heavy with latin america so why not just continue to that path with spanish films right and then there's so many people that are in hollywood that are also spanish that speak spanish and they're they're calling the big shots as well and also doesn't Diego Benito Gonzalez. Exactly. Hey. I was gonna tell you, there's nar- narcos, you know, Diego Benito. Uh, oh wait, you're talking about, I was talking about Diego Luna. Well, also Diego Benito with freaking, um, with freaking, um, what do you call it? Um, Luis Miguel, Luis Miguel. Yeah. No, I was talking about narcos. I mean, we watch narcos. I don't know if you watch narcos, man. It's I'm not. Yeah, narcos Mexico. Yes, Diego Luna in it. it was like another huge Mexican actor. Um, and it's just like, oh man, it's it's crazy, like seeing these people like in Hollywood because like, again, it's so recent to me. Like, right. like, I think there's a huge market in it because these actors that have made it in the American market. Yeah. Say, hey, I have a film in your language that you're home. Like you, you know, that, where you're from, it'll come over in a heartbeat, especially if it's amazing. You get other actresses and actors that will fit the part. Like they would love to do an, a film in their own language. Like that's amazing. That just makes life easier for them. It's just got to be good, man. That's the thing about nowadays. It's got to be a story that's that's like worth telling. And more than anything, it's got to be something that like whoever's doing it comes from the soul. And and that's like for me, like 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 where I found the most peace. Like I don't know why, but it's just been like for me right now. It's been Mexico City. Like it's really been like that. It's been like my my soul. You could say it's been there. Like like it just hasn't left. I went to LA for the last year and a half, almost two. And I couldn't find it. Like I just couldn't, I couldn't like, just couldn't conform, you know? And then I went to New York at the beginning of, of this year in 20, 2020. And then I did come a little bit closer there, but then COVID happened. And I was like, that definitely changes everything that I had hoped for, you know? Like it turns away every single plan that I had thought of. It's just out the door because the industry is about to go through a huge shift um, with, with how we watch content, with how content is pitched, with how content is discovered, with how content is is um, is interpreted, it's just not the same. Because if you think about the last four months, people have been binging more content than ever in the last four months. Netflix and Amazon, they're just ever. everything's coming out on streaming. Ever, man, and 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 it's gonna keep on happening for the next six months. And if you don't think that's gonna change the industry one way or another, you're delusional. That's really it, because. Those are just the facts, and and that's just how it works in the industry. You know, it has to reinvent every decade with something different, something new. Last decade we didn't have Netflix. This decade we got Netflix. Next decade we're probably not going to have movie theaters. You know, that's just the truth. You know, who my cousin cousin just uh, released Dolomite, which came out a couple months ago, and had Eddie Murphy as a star actor. Like, how's this work? He's like, Netflix is a new thing. Like yeah. if you're a director and a producer and a writer, you want your script getting bought by Netflix or Amazon. Like you don't need film funds anymore. You really, you really just need to get it bought by someone that believes in your script. And exactly. it, can, it can show it to millions. People yeah, are you too, though. That's the thing. Cause like, that's where it starts. It's them believing in your project and believing in your vision. Cause if you think about Netflix, how they started, they started with a lot of younger directors, a lot of like more unseasoned directors five years ago. You know, now they have Scorsese and all these crazy names right five years ago these people would never do something with netflix because netflix was not what it was five years ago what it is now you know and also because netflix wouldn't be able to pay them what it paid them back then what they could pay them now you know 
like how Amazon with their marketplace and buying stuff. Netflix is turning that for movies. Exactly. Same with Disney Plus. Money. It's it's crazy, man. And and now my dream, my dream went from like I want to have a movie in a movie theater to like I just want to have a movie theater that I can put out on video on demand that everyone watches and that can be qualified for an academy eventually. You know, that's a dream now. But it used to be like I wanted to be at the movie theaters. But guess what, man? Movie theaters are closed right now and they've been closed for a few months now. We don't yeah. know what's going to happen to that, you know, but we know something big is going to happen and it's going to hurt the art form. But again, if you want to be in the industry, a huge part of it is just adapting. It's learning to adapt. Because if you look at every single person that runs the industry, they're all people that have, that, that have adapted and adapted and adapted and adapted and adapted every single time. And, and that's the only way that they're able to keep going forward, you know, right. yeah. getting into your movies, like actually directing and doing two. What yeah. is your own strategy for after this quarantine? I mean, oh. Oh, no. I, I, the mindset is you on, I want to start directing. I have a couple scripts ready. I want to do yeah. I budget money or I don't know where to go. And they might not be from LA. Yeah. What do you do? I mean, look so, you, did. you found a way to get two short films done. So let, let me give you so let me tell you my idea that I'm working on right now. I'm going to spill it for you just because I I don't mind sharing it. And I feel like I have my way of going about it. And if someone else does it, they have their way of going about it, you know? So right now I'm planning to basically, it's, it's going to sound familiar. Let's just say that, okay? So right now I'm planning to get together a group of like me and three other very well seasoned, more seasoned than me, directors. So kind of like, let's say, think of like, think of like, think of like, like Netflix, how they work with the, with different types of production companies. Okay. Right. So now I want to, so now I want to be that person that has like the, the exposure and I want to get like up, up and coming directors that are in my age. And then, um, you're forming a team on, it wouldn't be a team. It would be like a crew. Because well, like, it would be like a crew because individually each each of these people would already have to have their own thing going on, you know. Um, so like I'm so like right now I'm opting to co- to go for for filmmakers that are already intending to start their own production companies, which I already found a few, which is pretty freaking dope because they're like my age and like they're doing it, you know. The thing is, these people have been just focused on film the last four years to where I've been focused on social media and now focusing on film, you know. So what I'm working on right now is basically getting together, get, getting like a, getting like a huge studio place and like, and like somewhere, somewhere in this world, I'm not going to say where yet. Um, and, and having us all hang out for a few weeks since we're all going to be in quarantine basically for another six months, like unofficially and officially, you know, people right. are doing more from home. And I was like, let's just find a way to crack the code. You know, let's just find a way to, for us younger creators, for us like more like not big Hollywood creators to still continue to, to move forward, you know? And then I was like, I'll help you guys grow your, grow your, grow your socials. I'll help you guys get your work seen by a ton of people. And then you guys just kind of come be a part of the content with me for YouTube, you know, right. we're going going deeper and doubling down on YouTube more than ever before. Um, so you know, scripts are huh? more looking for people that have a fan base like you and no, no, it has to be people that are strictly already 
like have been doing film for at least the last two or three years. Forget about the followers that they have. They've strictly I don't care about the because yeah. that's what I'm going to get up with. You know, I'm going to post something on my page. Let's say I post a short film on my page of theirs. It's going to automatically have a 20,000 views just because I'm, I posted it on my page. You know what I mean? So like, that's the thing like to where if they posted it, it probably wouldn't have that much reach because they haven't been focused on social media. Like I have the last four years. Right. You know? So like, that's where right. I'm, that's where I'm going to like, like really like, like, I guess you could say add value to, to these people, you know, whoever they, whoever they end up becoming. And this is a project that I plan on starting in a few weeks. I would say like at latest, at latest early, early September. So it's going to be something really big for me, you could say, because it's going to be also kind of like a, like kind of like an experiment in terms of like being able to work with other directors, not crew directors like we're all right. directors we're like sometimes you hear where like people can work together if they all want to be like the leaders you know but that's the idea whoever becomes a part of this crew it's got to be people that are like willing to like work together and more than anything we're going to document the whole experience you know and i don't know how long it's going to last but i'll tell you though we're going to go for a few weeks you know we're going to go for a few weeks and it's going to be all over my instagram it's going to be all over my youtube english and spanish um, and, and I can't wait to show you that project. Cause it's something that I've been working on for like the last week and a half or two. Um, and it's something that I've already done before, but not in the aspect of film, you know, and it's also right. something that's really hard to put you together. Change the whole industry. You can start something here. And something that's like, just like imagine just, the next great actress, the next actor, the greatest, you know, whoever's the next Steven Spielberg, like, Exactly. You can find them through your help and through supporting and guidance. And that's also cool. you guys working together, you can come out with the next greatest movie ever. Like that's the goal, man. That's the goal. So I'll tell you a little bit more like off the radar from that project. And that's what I, that's why I said I can't do a podcast now, right now. Cause like, I don't know when we're offline. Cause like, not, not with you, but like, cause I wanted to start a podcast a few months ago um, because there's just these other things that I like, I'm really, that are on my list right now that I'm like, this is something that I feel really passionate about. And I can't wait to show the world just to even try it because the worst that's going to come from that project is us getting a crap ton of short films done in a few months while the whole world has been on pause, you know, and more people in this world like you, someone that is willing to help at the same time grow. Yeah. Talented people out there in the music industry and the entertainment industry and film and everything. And, they're just stubborn. They don't want to help. And people don't understand if you help other people, you're, you never know. They might pass you up or they might, you know, help you get to where you need to get to. Back, yeah, exactly. So like for me, it's been like, it's been like, I want to get people that are better than me at film. If I, if I, if I put this product together, because if, because let's say I give, I give them the eyeballs, then ideally what would work is for them to go off into their route and do their thing, you know? Cause it, cause in that way, it just provides more value for them, you know? And like, for me, I don't expect anything in return right away because, well, in general, I don't expect anything in return because I'm going to be, do- I'm going to be winning from just documenting this experience, you know, like that's where I went, you know, it's going to be like, oh my gosh, like this is golden content, you know, right. you know this will turn into 20 years from now, you know, that, and that's where I look at it, where I see like, and if it doesn't, it doesn't matter because I'm still like getting to create, you know? so. So like, I just learned that like, once you, once you figure out that you're your biggest competition, none of that stuff matters. It really doesn't. You just have to like, really like dig into like 
like in here in your head and then you'll you'll realize like the only person that's holding you back at anything and everything is yourself it's your mental game because we're 20 man literally you're gonna get there it might take 20 years 10 years five years who a year. I don't know. It takes yeah i don't you're gonna get there i mean you got to set a bar for yourself yeah well let, right now let's set the bar for like five years from now a good ass feature let's just say that for now okay your bar five years from now is you want to a good ass feature it was going to be two years man but then covid happens and i feel like there's going to be a lot going on a lot of changes you know even for like wanting to put a feature together or it could even but like when i say good ass feature i mean like it might be my fifth one you know who knows it might be my third one that right. but because the first feature is always like like they always say like it's not the best you know um but like I just want to set that bar because I know like by then I would have I, it, it would this would just be another chapter in my life you know just right. like everyone else whatever they're going through COVID would be a chapter of the past and now it's like moving on to bigger and better things and just learning to adapt because at the end of the day the entertainment industry is all about adapting and that is what for me what keeps it interesting you know that's what keeps it keeps me on my toes and it keeps me wanting to continue to, to, to evolve and to continue to go move forward just because I want to keep going. I want to keep going. I'm not, I'm never satisfied, you know, with anything, never, 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 never. It's right. good nothing, you know, but at the end of the day, I mean, I'm still here. I'm, I'm happier than ever right now, even in these crazy times. So and you're grinding. I mean, grinding, we call it that, you know, quarantine the, grinding. That's what we like to call it. I also, I also call it working smart, not just working hard, you know, cause I know a lot of people that work really hard too, really, really hard last few years and they're not happy, you know, they're not happy or they're just kind of like taking any opportunity their way. And it's nothing that's related to what they want to do in life, you know, right. and, and they've been doing that for years. And I'm like, there has to come a point where like we have to like look at the whole vision and kind of like start moving strategically towards it because we also don't have enough time, man. In seven years, I'm gonna be 30, man. In seven years, that's not a lot of time. Seven years ago, I was a junior in high school, you know, like it's well, a sophomore high school. It's really <laughs> crazy, you know, like like it just that's just how it is now, you know. It's just not enough time. Like I could continue to want to do YouTube for fun and etc. because it's a fun time and. It, blah, blah, blah. But no, that's not who I want to be anymore. You know, I want to, I have an idea of who I want to be. And now I just got to start moving towards it because the earlier I move towards it, the the closer I can get to it, hopefully. And then also the sooner I can get to the first point to where I want to get, you know, because, you know, you already know once you get to your, to, to your goal, you're going to want your goals going to become even bigger and even bigger and it, and it becomes even bigger and it's just never enough, you know? So like, right. so like, I just want to get to that first First goal by like early thirties for my thirtieth, you know who knows? Who freaking knows nowadays? You know because all the years me knowing you and you you being one of my best friends, you're gonna get there. I mean, we have a group around us and we push each other to the best. And I wouldn't be right here if it wasn't for you. And I appreciate that a lot. A group of hardworking actors, musicians, content creators. We all work together, no matter what our industry is. Marketing people and like techs, man, that's a huge part of it. No. Ask your best friends, ask people for help. People are willing to help and uh, reach out to Gilbert on his Instagram, DM him. He's, he yeah. will, knowing you, you will respond. He'll most likely read your message. I will most likely respond depending on the day. There are days where I will, I will go and respond. But the thing is, I will also get a good, I recently I've been getting a good influx of messages because I've been 
asking people to, like for like advice and like all these things in my stories. So like it'll get clogged up. But eventually, I'll get to it. You know, if if, you, right. if anyone sends a message, you know, Maybe we'll, we'll start doing some lives, and we'll have some people, you know, interview I've been you. Live in a while, man. I I'm like terrified now. Honestly, like I did so many during quarantine. Now I'm just like, what did I do in my life? You know, like like I just I forgot like like who I was during quarantine. You know, like I I feel like we all became a different person during quarantine, and now we're slowly turning back into who we really are. But like it into a better version of ourselves or into a worse version of ourselves, you know. Right. To be honest with you, so it's interesting. It's interesting, you know. We're gonna get there. And thank you so much for coming on, Gilbert. And you will be actually you'll you'll come on in the future because we're we're gonna do a show that I'm gonna just fire questions at you on advice where even me yeah, and kids would open back in a year. Let's, let's that you need. We're going to have that in the future. We'll probably get someone else on that is also like you. That's really talented and expertise on everything, but right. thank you for coming on for everyone that wants to follow Gilbert. It's at Gilbert Sosa on all socials. Is it different on others? It's on all socials, dude. I'm like the only Gilbert Sosa. That's a cool thing too. So, you know, got to own it. Eventually I got to own it before someone else owns it, man. Like then it becomes, it becomes difficult, you know, Gilbert right. Sosa, that's, that's, that's every, anywhere else. Google it. That's, the only one that comes up, Gilbert Sosa. I'm right now. It's kind of cool. And for everyone listening, um, please give us a like, follow. Um, this is a channel we're trying to push every day to inspire new people and new ideas and bring content and questions that get answered for people to grow. And Gilbert did this today. And um, yeah, amazing job. Love you, buddy. You taught people amazing stuff. And Hopefully there's a kid watching this that will be inspired by you and turn into the next great. And want to say thank you. Thank you for having me, man. I'm really excited. Um, see what's next for you too. Um, especially with all this craziness and let's just continue to pull it, push forward. And man, it's all about, we're going into survival mode, you know, adapting and just stay safe, man. Thank you so okay, much. We're holding you accountable. Yep. Five years, five year plan. Oh, well, let's start with a year from now and then we'll, we'll revisit that five Everyone years. Listening. Hold him accountable. DM him if he's not doing what he's doing. There's only so much we can plan right now, man. That's it. <laughs> oh yeah. Thank you, Gilbert. And hope you guys all enjoyed this. Hell yeah. Peace out, man. Peace out, man.